Let's get chilly. Hello and welcome back to Let's Chill, your official, unofficial Minnesota Windchill, Minnesota Ultimate Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Jay. And I'm Kane. And with us today, we have Ben Feldman, head coach of the Windchill. Ben, how's it going? I'm doing all right, guys. I appreciate the invite and uh, looking forward to being, being on uh, on the chat here. Yeah, we're, we're super excited to have you. Um, we're going to kick it off with what we do is like a stall seven. It's just a little trivia game we have going on. Um, so I've got a stall seven question for you, Ben. So you have seven, you have seven seconds basically to answer the question here. Uh, your question is, which of your players bakes a mean loaf of bread? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I want to say someone who probably cooks a lot. Uh if I had to bet on it, like who would make a good loaf of bread who cooks a lot? Maybe uh God, I should know this off the top of my head. <laughs> trying to think who cooks who cooks uh oh maybe it's Colin Barry. I feel like he's a pretty crafty guy. I feel like he probably can whip up a good meal or something. So I'll say Colin. All right. As far as I know, maybe Colin does. The answer I was looking for was Abe Coffin. <laughs> Is <laughs> he, Abe he's a baker. Abe, He's a baker, is he? Yeah. I need to I need to probably I need to probably freshen up on the previous I, if I'd paid attention to more of these and in, in-depth <laughs> content, I would know that about my players, but I'm clearly uh, behind the times here. Well, <laughs> we'll have we'll have a windshield bake sale and then you'll know every everyone's skills. So I mean, we better start some we could use some additional revenue, you know, right? Get the Abe selling his uh, his homemade bread at, at game day. We'll market it. There you up. go. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I got another stall seven question. Um, this goes out to anybody. Um, in 2022, the Windchill won a lot of games. What was the largest score lead they had in any win? Oh, man. Was it the largest score? And I don't know that we got to 20, but obviously the indie game. Uh, we had a couple of one that one versus indie at home, but I'm trying to think if one of our Detroit games got out of hand. Uh, so you're looking for the number, you're looking for the number. Is that right? Yeah. Is it like the largest lead? Is it, is it 15 or 16? It's not. What largest lead was 19. Okay. On the 31st of July, uh, nine twenty-eight versus Detroit. Detroit. Got it. All right. So close. <laughs> didn't, didn't get quite get to 20 this year. I know we've done yeah. it a couple times or this past year. Yeah. Yeah. Need better wow. coaching, better coaching <laughs> to hit that number. Always. <laughs> that was the coach's fault, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get we'll get an offensive coordinator this year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, for get sure. Wise or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah, we got we got a lot to talk about today. Um, especially with the twenty twenty three season just, just a couple weeks away here. Um Ben, let's just let's start with a pretty generic question. There's a, it's a big year ahead. It's the tenth year of the wind chill. Championship weekend is being hosted in Minnesota this year. The Central Division looks completely different than how it did at the end of last year. So how are you feeling? How are you preparing for the season? How's the team feeling? And, you know, with two weeks away, like what, uh, what are you guys doing to prepare? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's really excited this, this time, the preseason, I think people are getting antsy. They're ready to get out on the field and get some real, you know, full speed reps. 
um, and whatnot. So, you know, the weather up here has been a little bit challenging. We've had our indoor season and, uh, the guys have been training on small field stuff all winter, you know, for quite a bit of time. So we've been together, but there's definitely, uh, some excitement to actually start putting it together. Um, it's a long season. Like we just, we had some off weekends this month cause starting this weekend, which, you know, we got a preseason scrimmage against radicals down in Winona, which is a first time we've ever done anything like that. So that's exciting for the group. We got about 22 guys, um, going down for that scrimmage on Saturday. And then, uh, you know, but I think people are ready, uh, ready to start playing. So hopefully, uh, it's a lot of training time, you know, with 40 degrees and rain, we can't play on grass fields yet. So we're getting our, you know, getting our turf time in as we can, but, uh, um, no, there's a lot of excitement. So you're right. There's a lot of personnel changes, uh, you know, across the division and it does feel a little bit wide open. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited about our group. We got a lot of young additional talent coming in, a few key additions, some veterans coming back and, uh, you know, we're just excited to get the group, get the group together and start competing. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And obviously you got the, a little bit of additional pressure with hosting championship weekend. We've, we've obviously made that, that division championship game for two seasons straight and, um, hoping, hoping this will be the one that we crack. So third time's a charm, right? Absolutely. And kind of going off of that, like you mentioned, we have kind of a big roster change this year. We lost a lot of key pieces. We added some old veterans that have played on the windchill in the past took a few years off and quite a few rookie signings as well so i think kind of my question is are the eyes on championship weekend is that the goal or is this are we using this year as a rebuild year yeah there's no doubt we're, we're trying we're trying to get punch our ticket to championship weekend uh there's no question there i think well we had some turnover most certainly i think we um we also picked up a, a few individuals that i think plug in pretty well there um, and honestly, I think our, our offensive group will look with the personnel we're going to put together on offense. It's, it'll be a different approach to offense, but um, could be different in a good way. Maybe a little bit more versatile approach. We had a ton of throwing, a ton of talents on that line last year. Um, obviously, a lot of throws, a lot of consistency, Andrew and, um, you know, beef and the players we had. Um, but things will look a little bit different this year. Uh, might be a little bit more explosive with um, our approach. Um, maybe a little bit more aggressive than we're typically look, we've typically seen the last couple of years. Um, but I think it'll be a good change. So um, we're excited. And like I said, some of our young talent, some of the players we have on board, while well, we lost a few key pieces, I think there's people ready to step up in those roles. And uh, I think everyone's feeling really good about our roster. And and some of the guys you, you guys haven't seen yet, uh, we're pretty excited about as well. So there's a little bit of that going on too. Yeah, I definitely noticed it's, it's going to be a, a very interesting uh, roster. What was the, like, what has been kind of your, your primary point of, focus um, as you've kind of rebuilt already in this offseason. I know the answer is everything. You've worked on everything, but what has been something that's like, you know, you need to improve on um, to get to championship weekend this year? Yeah, you know, I think defensively, we're, we're trying to have a few more uh, tools in our toolbox and in, in how we approach defense. Um, you know, we've never had a problem generating turnovers last year. Obviously, we're extremely effective at converting, um, creating those breaks as well. I think we're, we're obviously shifting some talent over to our offensive group and we have some new guys on the team and some new pieces ready to step up and help us retain, um, some of that strength. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, outside of just some more consistency in the offensive group, you know, we know, we know the top teams in the league have offensive lines that are extremely efficient and convert. And, uh, you know, I think, so there's a lot of focus on, we were pretty happy with our approach to defense last year. We know we're going to generate blocks. Um, we're going to get our breaks. 
I think it's a matter of putting together the right group of players to be successful, consistent on the offensive group. And I think that's where we know we have the most opportunity. So um, we got some great talent there. Those guys are going to build a lot of chemistry as we go through the season and it's not going to be perfect out of the gates, but um, <clears throat> we got a, we got a really good group there and we're pretty excited about the, um, the pieces we're placing together um, on that side of the disc. So um so yeah, I would say we know that's where we need to make some strides. If we keep everything else consistent, I think we'll be in a really good place. Nice, nice. Um, you mentioned you know other teams and all the other teams' offense. Is there any team in particular that you spent like extra time planning for, or any time like extra watching film against, or anything like that? Or is no, that too, well, yeah, too we'll have we'll share? have film here pretty quick. I'd say we're pretty focused on ourselves right now. Obviously, we'll have some footage. Uh, so the game, the scrimmage this weekend won't be won't be uh, streamed or anything like that, unfortunately. But we'll walk away with a little bit of footage there uh, to just review ourselves more than anything. We don't see Madison until um, this summer, but uh, not playing week one is a benefit because we'll thankfully get to we'll get to see our opponent uh, play a pretty challenging game down in Atlanta, um, uh, the team we're going to open the season against, obviously down in Indy. So that'll be a slight benefit, but at the same time, they'll have a game under their belt, right? Which is certainly a benefit as well, a really competitive game. So um, <clears throat> that's going to be a challenging game for us. And he's, you know, returning a lot of their players, um, adding back Travis Carpenter, obviously. And um, yeah, that's going to be a really good group. So we know that's going to be a great game and a great challenge for us. And, uh, you know, I think we'll start spending a lot more time, a lot of time on our own practice footage this year. We've done a lot more filming, uh, reviewing our own stuff from practices, end zone sets and um, various defensive sets. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll quickly change to reviewing game footage, reviewing our opponents, looking at matchups. And um, once we have some, some more content, updated content to work with. So one of the benefits of obviously being in the AUDL versus coaching any other, any other ultimate is you have the benefit of a whole lot of, of footage and um you know so we're excited to use that as a resource this year and um leadership team and and our, our our players as well is there anything so like you you've played against all the central division teams you know multiple times what about this um this game against colorado that we have uh, you know in the middle of summer how do you prepare for that or is that not even really on your radar yet until until you get closer yeah, I mean, we we took that on. I think as a team, we know if we we want to be the best best form of ourselves, um, the more challenging a schedule we can have, the better. Um, at the end of the day, our season probably won't come down to that one game. Um, we're excited for that. Obviously, we haven't spent a ton of time uh, focusing on Colorado at all. We know um, winning that game would certainly be a bonus, and the team's super excited to head out there um, to play um, to play out there and play that. That's a very talented group of players. Um, but uh, I think we know if we take care of business in the division, we're going to be where we want to be at the end of the season, uh, come the playoffs. And that's that's a part of our process, hopefully, to be in the best form of ourselves come the end of the season. So uh, heading out to L2, playing, playing Denver, is, uh, we, we took a tough uh, matchup there for sure, but it, it'll I think it will make us better. And uh, hopefully we can come out of there uh, with a really highly contested game and maybe steal a win from, uh, um, from Colorado. So That'd be awesome to see you know, Winchell winning inter interdivisionally as well. Um, but so we have done our predictions of how we think the season's going to go. You know, how how many wins the Winchell are going to take, how many losses. Of course, you think they're going to go at 13-0 or 12-0. What do you think this season's going to go? How do you how do you honestly believe the season's going to end, end up for you guys? Yeah, you know, I think uh, playing on the road is tough. I think we got uh, – there's some talented teams. You know, I think uh, – um, you know, I think uh, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if a seven or eight win team um, is, is making the playoffs, you know, three teams advance. So I think there will be quite a bit of parity. Um, I'd, I would be I like, I, as much as I'd wish that uh, we're going to run this one the table. I know it's a, it's going to be a challenge, right. Uh, um, throughout the season and it's about building. So um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think, I think it'll probably still take 10 wins to win the division, nine or 10 wins to win the division. Um, I think we can win every game that we play. If, uh, uh, we got to, everything there's a lot of teams that could say that if they play their a game got a good chance of winning a game in this division so um but uh yeah that's my prediction we're gonna go 12 and 0 but uh um if we don't someone's gonna have to win 10 games to win the division i think nine or ten so for sure yeah so i kind of want to bring it back to the roster uh like i said we got it released about a week and a half ago now and there's a lot of new faces new faces i just released an article on our website talking about five key players that we're going to want to keep an eye on this year. Do you have any players that you want to have the fans give a special lookout for? Any players that we want to keep an eye on this year? They can be returning players or rookies. Anyone you want to shout out? Yeah. Oh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I'll talk about some, well, obviously some fresh faces that uh, you maybe didn't see last year. So Jason Cheetah isn't super, isn't completely fresh, but he played with us a while back, uh, veteran presence and, uh, um, we're excited to have him involved. So um, he'll be there to kick off the season in Indy. And first time he played in a game with us back in 2019, actually the only, I think he played at TCO stadium uh, against Indy in his last windshield game where we lost in this miserable conditions. Uh, um, so we're excited to have him back and hopefully uh, hit the reset button there, but uh, um, he's in a key addition for this year, veteran presence, and we're excited to have him involved. So people has ADL experience and looking forward to having him back on the field with us. Um, trying to think we you know we we added uh you know kind of in, in pairing with that some folks uh some players other players from dragon thrust like sam berglund is another addition for us that with the loss of uh um you know some of the players that we had is, is somebody can command the disc um, probably be playing on our defensive line so he's a big presence and has big throws so i'm excited to see him be able to leverage that skill set uh on the adl field and uh, let's see here. I was looking through. <clears throat> I was looking through the rest of the roster. Another one is uh, Noah Hansen. So he's a Carlton grad, um, uh, and uh, I think he's ready to to step up in a big way this season and have a big impact on the team. So um, uh, I think you'll be hearing his name quite a bit. Hopefully this season as we go through. And I think uh, we're excited about how he looks in in practice and preseason. And uh, you know, he played in a game or two last year, but I think he's ready to take the next step. So those are. I'll give you three names uh, there. Uh, there's a lot more, but we got a whole slew of practice players that we uh, you might see debut at some point during the season. Uh, their faces aren't on our website yet, but uh, we might be debuting some additional talent here at some point in the season. So don't be surprised if you see some new new faces pop up as we go through. For sure. Awesome. Well, we want to shout out Sam, Jason, and Noah. If you guys are listening to this pod, we'd love to have you on someday. So definitely reach out. We'll hit you up too. <laughs> there you go. Jay, do you have a question? Not um, so much now. You know, we already had Noah on, so we can get back on. So get back on. <laughs> there you go. Um, so definitely want to hype up the fan experience this year. Again, I think I think uh ultimate is reaching new audiences every day and just seeing how electric seafoam stadium got last year. What, uh, what do you, what would you tell fans or what can fans look forward to this year in terms of game day experience and just coming out to seafoam? Um, yeah. What, what can we look forward to as from the fan experience? 
Yeah. Um, we got some things in the works. I can, I can tell you, like, uh, we got some new food trucks and options that we're debuting. Uh, we announced, uh, got a partnership with, uh, a new coffee, sh- coffee shop in the area that, uh, they're going to be coming out to, to all the games this year. Um, so we're excited to, with this adding, add more relationships and partnerships, some new food trucks we're going to be debuting, which we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about. Um, we got a pretty exciting announcement, hopefully in the next week here that we're debuting about, a a new partnership that will impact game day and the general experience. So uh, sneak peek, that's something might be coming there, but uh, definitely doubling doubling down and investing more into um, creating the, the ultimate, you know, experience at Seafoam Stadium. We think we got a good thing going on. We've done fan surveys. Um, we're trying some different stuff with our beer garden this year and expanding that space um, to be a little bit bigger. Um, so yeah, just a, a lot of fun things going on. Some new, new collaborations and partnerships with giveaways. Uh, Chill Boys is another partner this year. We're going to be shooting out some underwear out of the, out of the t-shirt or I should call the undie gun. Uh, uh, So we got an undie gun. Now we'll be shooting out some underwear out of our, uh, our previously known as a t-shirt cannon. And um, uh, we may or may not have a a refreshed look to our mascot chili as well coming. Uh, So um, we got some enhancements uh, that are on the way and I'm looking forward. I'm hoping the open our weather in NMA on the 20th and the, we're excited to work with the strike, obviously on the double header. Hopefully we're dealing with some good weather and uh, um, yeah, it's hopefully going to be an awesome day of ultimate. So really excited to get the fans back out to seafoam and, uh, um, and go bigger and better than, than we did last year. So that's the ultimate goal. Absolutely. And I can tell you from the fans perspective, we are, just as stoked as you guys to get out there, have the experience. I'm still waiting on Chill Boys to get back to us. We would love to have some windshield-inspired underwear. And if you guys need any any models, we're more than willing. Um, <laughs> you might be, you guys might be able to get some uh, some endorsement deals if you guys want to. I'm sure they'll hook you up. And if you guys want to sport some Chill Boys on game day and go big, I'm awesome. sure uh, I'm sure you could get an endorsement deal with them. So I'll try to I'll try to I'll, I'll try to put in a good word and and have them respond to the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. I, w- I would love to do an ad read on this thing. Um, one thing that I like to do before the season, one thing that we kind of had a conversation about off pod was looking forward to what that starting seven lineup is going to be on the home opener. Can you tell us kind of what it's going to be or is that a little bit under wraps? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we run a little bit more of a rotation with our offensive group. So some of that's still going to kind of shake out. You know, we don't, unfortunately, with these guys having real real lives and some other conflicts and, you know, real real jobs and weddings and some other things, uh, uh, family stuff from time to time, uh, we'll definitely have a little bit of a rotation. So we'll probably have a group of nine or 10 that you're going to see regularly out there um, with some people crossing over and playing a little bit more um, like we have in the past. But uh, I think the AUDL... Um, may have gotten a little bit of an insight. They did a tweet about a potential starting seven zero. So there's some previously de- defensive faces at uh, like Colin Barry and um, and Abe that maybe saw a little bit more on defense that might be getting an opportunity on offense this year. So other than that, I think it'd be probably what you would expect or people similar face to what you've seen in the past. Um, but uh, we're going to try a bunch of different things, you know, ready to adapt and, and adjust. And we're still going to remain aggressive with crossing guys over to get breaks. So um it's not going to be just a, a fixed seven. We're going to build in some additional support there so we can be bringing some guys over from time to time and uh, hopefully keep the defense on the field. Awesome. Yeah, you'll notice the defense on the field. Um, so what what went through your, your decision-making process to get people like Colin Barry and Abe Coffin as more offensive, offensively aligned players this year? Because I'm all for it. Like, I love, I love the offense, but... 
Yeah. I mean, obviously we had some change in uh, some departures that, that forced, uh, forced that a little bit. Um, there's some individuals that I think uh, maybe last year that were like clear fits for the offensive group, just move. There's still players we have on our team that we just wouldn't be as effective for us defensively because they're terrific offensive players, but maybe their defensive skill set isn't what we're looking for um, necessarily. So I feel with the composition players we have now, we do have a little bit more versatility to move guys back and forth. Um, uh, but more so just the need, right? Do something a little bit different. We want to be a little more versatile. Um, uh, we're cycling of players, guys who can come back, move downfield with a little bit more fluidity. So um, that's the approach we're going to try to bring this year. And uh, um, like I said, with uh, with some key departures, um, inevitably if we're going to bring some some other people over. And everyone wants to play offense, right? So it's not a tough sell. We once we started seeing some some chemistry in the preseason, getting some people together made some decisions and uh, um, yeah, we're excited for it. So um, it'll be a work in progress obviously, and might have iterations of what that looks like, but um, I'm going to start trying it out this weekend. We, we got a pretty much full rotation of our offensive group uh, available, which is exciting. So um, we'll be down in Winona getting some reps and uh, you know, excited to work with the radicals on that and hopefully help each other kick the season off a little bit faster than we otherwise would with bot early season buys. So yeah, that that'll be really interesting to see how that, how that goes for you guys. I'm super excited to hear the results of that. Um, but yeah, anything else you guys, um, Ben, this has been, been great. Just picking your brain here, um, early season thoughts and strategies and really appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, this is uh this is awesome. I appreciate all the content that you guys you guys do. I try to try to tune in and watch as much as possible. And uh, I know you've got a bunch of the guys on here. So yeah, we're um yeah, we're excited for it and uh um yeah, we appreciate your guys' support. So so glad I was able to come on here amidst my my dad, dad, other job duties, team duties. It's a busy <laughs> yeah. time of year, but when I got the message, uh, you know, I knew I had to jump on and have a conversation. So I'm hopping off to a to a team strategy call here at nine o'clock. So it's di diapers, bedtime. I got a bowl of pasta here next to me. I, have a, I haven't eaten yet. And, and then we're going right into some film session stuff tonight with the defensive group. So, uh, you know, but uh, I'm glad we were able to chat and uh, um, yeah, thanks for everything you guys do for, for the, for the chill and coverage of the strike. All that is great. So I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah thank you definitely. for being on. Appreciate it. All right. And, and yeah, we just want just to shout out to our, our listeners, our viewers, uh, give the give the strike the wind chill follow give us a follow on instagram and social media we'll be covering the teams all season long starting as early as this weekend as the strike kick off their season the wind chill in just a couple of weeks here um and this episode is uh presented by the r1p1 network they're doing some great uh graphics and thumbnails and stuff for us so want to give them a shout out too um and ben thanks for thanks for staying on and everyone don't forget to stay chilly <laughs>